How long do these usually go for? An hour. Wow. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Hello, everyone. Welcome oh, to it? episode 10. Yeah, it's super chill, Cash. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Welcome oh to episode 10 with Jess Averin. I'm so excited. What's up, fam? Thanks for having me, Fee. I'm so oh, happy. I'm so excited. I'm here. Look at what she brought. She brought us wine. We're going to cheers to this amazing conversation. A la Jess Averin way. Cheers. Today, I have four topics prepared for us, like always. If we get to the last two... Sure. If not, <laughs> sure. Whatever. <laughs> the first topic that I would like to talk to you about is success. Mm. And how do you define success? The second one would be probably influencing and, and opportunities that that's led to, for you. So mm-hmm. like traveling. Mm-hmm. The third topic. Oh, that's been fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to that. The third topic would be the things that we both struggle with. Like anxiety, like the stuff that nobody likes to talk about. But everyone's got. But everyone's got. Internal struggles. And then the fourth, we can, like, I like to leave it to go with the flow. If mm-hmm. we have time, if we have time, we can discuss whatever. Okay. So let's start with success, my friend. How do you define success, first of all? Oh, that's such a hard word for me to define. It is for everyone. Um, I see success as on the equivalence of happiness. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone struggles for success, whatever that may be, wealth, you know, financial, yeah. f- rich and famous yeah. type of, you know what, but but then you can be really, really successful in life and still be a miserable piece of shit. Yeah. Can you swear? <laughs> of this? course. All the profanities. All the profanities. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, we just hair flipped I know. <laughs> this is the vibe we're on right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think success is finding your uh, inner happiness because you don't need money to be successful. Some, I mean, I, some people do. Some people really feel like the numbers in their bank account reflect their happiness. And I, we can't fathom that because we look for, I don't know, what do you look for? Because I just think that it's instant gratification, like you like having likes. How many likes does my photo have? Oh, yeah. thank God, it's over 100 in under an hour. Yeah. That means I'm happy for now, yeah, but for that's, the next five minutes. Yeah, if you're seeking validation, that's a huge metric. It's yeah. all about the likes. But if you're seeking, you got to change your mind and like put, I don't know, the focus on like getting the message out there. And then mm-hmm. like the likes, whatever. If your fucking photo gets 27 likes. Take it down and then reanalyze your <laughs> analytics and post at a better time. Well, you know I've what? I've done that. <laughs> You see, and like recently I just, on Facebook, I and Facebook is totally different than Instagram, but I just posted a a photo on Facebook that didn't get any likes, and I was like, shit, like, are people not resonating with this message? And then I was like, no, fuck that. I said what I had to say. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. made my piece. Why do likes fucking matter? They don't. They don't. But like my inner psyche is like... I know, it's hard. We're like babies with pacifiers. Yeah. We constantly need our bubba or our sussy. To make us feel good. It's... It's really, really sad, and I'm a victim of it. So am I. So am I. I mean, it's the world we live in, right? So success to you is finding your inner happiness. Yes, definitely. Do you find that you're happy on a daily basis? No. Why? No. So do you then find that you're not successful? 
Definitely don't feel like I'm successful. Why? That's so crazy. Yeah, I know, I know. And, I know. and to like the image that you put out, you know, you, you could make somebody feel very unsuccessful based on like all of your accomplishments. Like I think about the things that you've achieved and yeah. I'm like, you know, like she has songs out there. That's a huge, that's something I wish I had out there. You've, you've like spoken on the Comic Con. You've had your own TV show. The Comic Con. The Comic Con. You've spoken like uh, at the Comic Con. I don't know what, <laughs> what do I call that. you've had your own tv show like all of these things that somebody not at that level would look up to and be like wow that to me is success it's like we can't appreciate how far no. we've come because we always want yeah. more and i and i know all of these things like if i really sit down with myself and i'm like okay just you are one i hate to bring this up we're white canadian women with yeah. free health care privilege Hashtag so privileged. privileged, okay? Yeah. Yet I will find anything and everything to, to bitch about. Yeah. Like, honestly. It's never, never, never enough. But Why? also, I feel like I've been plagued with a gift and a curse ever since I was really, really, really young. I've always, always known what I've wanted to do. Which is? Always. Be in, in, in the entertainment business. Okay. So be in this industry. When I was really, really young, it was always like, I'm going to be a fucking rock star. I'm going to be the next Foo Fighters, whatever flavor of the week band was yeah. popular back then. And you knew um, that. I just knew. from. I never wanted like, when. oh, what did you want to be when you were a kid? It was never like, I want to be a firefighter or a policeman or an woman, astronaut. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was always like, I'm going to be doing music. I've been doing music. I've been on stage since I was like six years old. I've just always, always, always wanted to do that. And when when I found out that I could do something other than music, instead of being, you know, on stage behind my big bulky guitar, uh, belting my vocals out to a crowd of how many people, um, instead I found out, okay, I could be on camera on TV doing the same mm -hmm. thing, you know? And so um, for the longest time, I thought if it wasn't music, it was nothing. And it wasn't until I was like 21 where I was like, okay, I can break out in, into the entertainment industry as a whole and still do something adequate enough to make me feel like I'm being productive. And, and doing, true to yes, your art. Yes, yes, yeah. You didn't need to be just doing music to stay true to like no. who you are. And for a long time, I thought that was the only <clears throat> thing I could do. Like, I, I've never been good at much else. And, like, a lot of people will be like, just don't just, don't be so hard on yourself. I'm sure you have other talents. Yes. Ugh, God, I barely graduated high school, okay? I had to beg my mom. I had to give him the old... <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> kidding. But, like, I barely graduated high school. I did not suck my mouth. <laughs> just, to <get> <laughs> just to be clear. Um, but, but you know really, what, you know what's crazy is that people think that if you have amazing grades, that's how they define you. No, you that's, can be amazing in many other ways, but even at that, I was like, it's I'm a performer. Yeah, I'm a entertainer. I like to make fun of myself to benefit others. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's I've always known that that was it for me. And so, um, it is a blessing. Yeah, where, where, where the that. gift and the curse comes into yeah. play is I've always known what I've wanted to do in life, but I can never, it's just out of like my grasp always. Why? Don't you feel like you're working on it like on the daily? Yes, I am, but I never, I don't feel like I've found the success. Like I, I haven't made it. What is your measure of success? <sighs> like what would made it be to you? 
when I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> that's that's true. But that, <laughs> Which is see, a pretty low bar. I'm setting no, my bar really but low. But you see, and this comes back to the conversation we just had about financial security. That's how people define success. Yeah. So in a way, like, that financial comfort actually makes us happy. So it's like a snowball. It's like, okay, yeah, we want success to mean happiness, but at yeah. the same time, we need money to be happy. We really, really do. And I'm not looking to be rich and famous. Not at all. I you mean, just if, don't want to live paycheck I to paycheck. I just don't want to suffer financially. I don't even want to have to think about money or bills. Um, and then, unfortunately, that is a measure of success. It, it really plays into that part. It does. Um, if money wasn't an issue and I could do you know, my art and my craft on a day-to-day and not have to worry about any bill, um, I-, I would I would consider myself very successful. <laughs> Are there some days where you find that you don't have time for your art? Yeah. Really? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at a point where I do practice my art every single day, whether I'm on camera, behind the camera, producing, editing, yeah. um, recording music, performing music. I do practice those things every day. You have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, life gets in the way, you know? I'm like... Jobs. Definitely in my late 20s. How old are you? I don't know. You want to drop that number? Yeah, man. Be I'm proud a, of age. Wait, when is this airing? This is airing like tomorrow. You quick. Or like the day after. We'll okay, see. I'm like in my late 27s. I'm like a month away from being 28. So that's fucking young. But I do look like I'm jail bait, don't I? <laughs> For all the podcast listeners, you got to go check out oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, right. They get extra. <laughs> YouTube gets extra. But podcast listeners, go check out this girl's mane. Her hair is like a golden. She basically looks like she should have this Humble Lion podcast. Like, she Bonjour. looks like the Humble Lion, guys. By the way, I must say, <laughs> I um, indulged in buying myself a very nice pair of uh, panties the other day. How expensive? Like $26. Oh, that is Like, very... that's a fancy meal at Baton Rouge right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay? What and they're they, assless. What are they made out of? What do you mean that they're assless? Okay? They're very age-appropriate. I hope it's made out of, like, golden floss. Oh, well, for $26, maybe they'd be a bit more <laughs> expensive than that. Oh, my God. No, they're, like, 26 I got them at the fucking old Square Victoria. I'm not, not Square Victoria. Wow, this is how much I know about lingerie brands. Victoria's Secret. There you go. I bought them on Square Victoria Metro Station. Are you wearing them right now for good luck? I am. Oh yeah. Okay. She you brought her. See my assless chaps. You go can, look at the video. You can video. do it if you want. No hell, hell no. You got a, a mucho mm. money. I'll, I'll send over the dollars. Okay. So well, this we we define. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Like, <laughs> we're we're webcamming now. Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we define success, and for me, like personally, I just think like. We only have happiness. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I've been granted a blessing that I don't give a shit about money. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's a huge curse because I don't manage it well, <laughs> like at all. Um, hashtag debt. But it's okay. <laughs> I feel you. But you know what? Like, it makes me just really do what I want to be doing. Like, having you here is 100% mm. what I want right now. I don't want anything else. I just want to have this conversation. So it's imp- empowering. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. So so right now I feel very, very successful, regardless of money in the bank, which is like minus a lot. <laughs> that is, I'm very, very jealous of you because um, that is such a healthy 
mindset to have. It, I honestly. literally picture us not being here tomorrow. I literally picture this being the last minute of earth and like what matters more than connection? What matters more than like feeling love from people? Like there's so much love to give in the world and I feel like we're just, oh, we're giving love right now and like we're giving love flower. to our audience. <laughs> like a little flower. I swear to God. Okay, let's get back to the, uh, if a man is I listening. I watch you on National Geographic right now. Aww. Narrated just by growing. David Attenborough. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's Fifi. Look at her, okay. she's so full of goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of flower would I be? You know, it's so, so tacky. I picture you as a daisy. I was going to say, don't call me a daisy. Don't know, call me a daisy. But also, when people think of, like, flowers, it, like, if you were to ask, like, ten people, yeah, the first thing they'd say is probably a daisy. It's one of those things, like, when you say, pick a vegetable, most I, people I would say carrot. Like, I would have said, like, lily. Or orchid. For some reason, that pops Ooh, up in my head. Orchid's orchid. nice. Very elegant. Right? But I'm not that old. But I picture you much stronger than a flimsy orchid, though. Than a flimsy orchid. Like, orchids are very... I picture, like, like someone who does just ballet. Crack. Yeah, yeah, you know? Like, because it's very orchids. classy and... Orchid. Not that you're not, not classy. Oh, no, I'm not classy. I'm really not. Well, I, I've <laughs> known her since she was a child. Just a toddler. Okay. So, uh... You didn't have class <laughs> back then? I hope you don't have class now. Nope. <laughs> Riding without class since 94. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god, 94. I know. Wow. Yeah. Next question. Next question. So what about influencing? Because we, we both try to, well, I try to influence. You influence on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you, do you find that you're getting opportunities? Through my Instagram? Yes. Okay. What kind of opportunities? Um, since I've started influencing i really hate that word why do people hate the word i mean we're influencing right now people hate the word influencing and it doesn't make sense like just it sounds so trendy to me Uh, but then again i don't want to be that like hipster person that's like i'm actually uh, like a content yeah content creator creator. i don't want to be trendy i'm like (laughs) the one in a million who isn't trendy I mean, let's be real. I want to be on the boat. I want to be on the bandwagon. If I'm an influencer, so be it. I'm an influencer. There okay. you go. What kind of opportunities have you gotten influencing? Uh, since I've started treating my Instagram page as a business. Exactly. Um, and branding. And it, it it goes all the way down to the color scheme. I know. It okay. actually does. Like, it really, really does. Uh, Once I started using it and treating it as a business and as a brand, I've gotten uh, a bunch of opportunities that I want to be associated with. I'm not talking about like, hey, want to bleach your teeth white? Check me out. Oh, so many people do that. So what have you associated yourself with? (sighs) There you go, Jess. Classy Jess. I had to come out. (laughs) That was a devil. Enjoy that that sound. (laughs) That was like an ASMR burp, so perfect. Ooh, I got another one brewing. No, I'm kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, yeah, I, I am lucky enough to uh, be able to associate myself with brands that I truly believe in. And so I'm very THC positive, CBD advocate. Mm. THC um, is like weed. CBD. Yes. Weed. Just for the people like, <laughs> I know there are some teenagers. I'm talking about the old marijuana. There okay. are some teenagers watching this, so they might not know the terms. So. Uh, the old potty, <laughs> potty, potty mouth. Potty okay. mouth. <laughs> uh, so, who, yeah. what kind of companies and what do you do for them? Like, do you market their weed or what? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's nothing that intense. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, sort of. Yeah, so I associate myself with various brands, some of them being uh, 
weed okay. brands. Um, but very like medicinally. I'm not like, yo, kids, I'm smoking this fucking OG dope. Come get fucked up with me, yo. No, it's very like, hey, I've gotten anxiety. I'm yeah. crying and shivering and hyperventilating, and this CBD slash THC vape pen helps me out with that. Is there a cutoff age? Like, would you, if you had a kid, mm-hmm. when would you let them start smoking? Yeah. You know, it's a rough question. because you know that like teenagers have it the worst for, for anxiety, depression, all of the emotions. Honestly, I feel like I have it. Uh, no, like I te- feel like I had it as a kid. I had it much worse almost as a kid. But I feel like when I was a child, I was a very uh, depressed child. Yeah. <laughs> like it's weird when I think back on my childhood. Like it was a very happy childhood, but I think about my inner thoughts and my inner conscience at the time and mm-hmm. what my uh, inner voice was like. And it was always very negative, very, very, very sad. I Give me an like, example. What would you say to yourself? I have this one very vivid memory of myself. I must have been anywhere between seven and ten years old. And I was at um, my mom's place at the time, and she had just started uh, seeing my stepdad. My stepdad's been in my life since I was, like, uh, five years old. Okay. Um, But I remember being, like, looking in one of those stand-up mirrors, you know? Those, Mm -hmm. like, full-body mirrors. I remember just waking up. I just got up. I don't know what day it was. I was a kid. And I remember I was, like, eh, like, looking at myself in the mirror with my crazy afro. Yeah. And I was, like, why is someone so pretty so sad? And I remember I said it out loud to myself in the mirror. I was just, like, looking at That's myself. Powerful. And I was, like, why am I so sad right now? Like, to myself in the mirror, like a crazy person. <laughs> no, I mean... And, uh, and I, I, I just have a lot of memories, like, vivid uh, like videographic memories mm-hmm. of of me being like really 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 sad as a kid, but I was able to deal with it so much better. You know, it's really fucked up. What that I started thinking about when you're a kid, you can hold a secret to your grave, especially when it has to do with yourself. Like you know, you're a kid, you have night terrors, and you think back on those memories as an adult, and you're like, I how held did that. I, sh- how did I keep I that in? That shit yeah. in. Yeah. Like when you're getting bullied as a child. Yeah. Your parents don't know shit. I know. I know. They, don't, they have so no bad. idea what's going on. Yeah. Even less than when you're a teenager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're a te- like word gets around, parents are kind of like talking to other parents. Mm-hmm. They know what's going on. At least the the gist. But a child will hold something to their grave. Because they feel like they're doing something wrong by, by voicing it. Yeah. And and you'll you'll really hold that in there and bury it and stuff it in real deep. And then next thing you know, you're 30 and it's coming back up. It's like, all coming like, back up. Give me up. an example of what's coming up now when you're, you're 27 years old. What has come to light that you've, like, struggled with when you were younger that now you're like, holy shit, I haven't even dealt with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Divorce. <laughs> what Divorce. Do you mean? Okay, so your parents got divorced. Which is funny because you and me were just talking about this before we started uh, the podcast. But uh, I found it funny how you said, oh, yeah, you and Caroline, my sister, my younger sister, you guys seemed, like, totally unfazed by the divorce. And we were. We were really just kids, like... We didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. We're just kids having a good time, trying to have a good time, you know? I remember mm-hmm. us watching so much South Park at your parents' place. Me? At your mom's place. I don't place. remember that. You don't? I have a really bad memory. Wait, how, how old were you? I must have been, like, eight. Man, I remember we were watching, like, 
uh, a bunch of South Park stuff. Okay. And like those South Park like theme songs, you know, like shut your fucking face. Uncle fuck fuck oh yeah, okay, of course <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and just having a gay old time. Um and I really thought I was like carefree. But um it's those things that come back up, like why am I acting this way? Why am I treating my relationship this way? Why am I hard on myself in this way? Why am I thinking this way? And you start to just break it down. And it's true, like in all those sci-fi cop movies, it all comes down to like childhood traumas. It does, It really, though. really it does. It really freaking does. It really does. And you think like, ah, nah, like, yeah, my parents got divorced. No big deal. Um, it was a big deal. Yeah. Some of my earliest, earliest memories, some of my first cognitive childhood memories are of divorce and the violence of it all. Um, physically and, you know, just otherwise. It, it was, it was, it was nuts. And uh, like, as an adult now, how do you think that that trauma is affecting you? Or in, have you made peace? In many peace? ways. Have you made peace with I'm it? I'm trying to, but I don't know. See, I'm in the early stages of I don't know where to put it all. I don't know where to start. Like I also said before we started the podcast, you were like, hey, Jess, like, what can you say to motivate people? And yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm in the place to because I need help. I'm in a spot where I need help. But that's so beautiful because we are always in yeah, spots where we need help. And you know what? I'm admitting it. And that's that, the first step. That's the first step. <laughs> so, yeah. So because you know. if you're in denial, thinking that you don't need help, chances are it's going to snowball into you, you know, going to a very dark place. Yeah. And like we all do eventually. I mean, I, I hope not. Unless what? you accept it. Because I feel like if you accept it and open up, you know, your heart and let the darkness in, and you kind of get to watch Ooh, the darkness. That is quite the emo verse right there. But it's there. true. You get to Open watch the darkness. Let the darkness in. Let the darkness in. Let me watch the darkness. <laughs> and you get to see it from a third person's perspective. You look you at the really darkness. You really do. You don't, you don't, you're not phased by it. You just look at it and you're like, oh, okay, I understand you had the darkness. Here. You had Sooks here. We did I'm have Sooks. I'm sure he talked about that. It's all about that bird's eye view RPG perspective, baby. Yeah, Sook Dev, by the way. Go listen to that podcast. I know so, I'm a Sooks. And it's so, so you've been in a long-term relationship for a mm-hmm. pretty long time. How long? Um, so this May, it'll be, it'll be seven years with me and, and Malcolm, my old booge. Do you think that your childhood trauma mm-hmm. is filtering into your relationship? It and for sure has. Really? And not only in this relationship, but in past relationships. Really? Too. Oh, yeah. I've, like I've doing... sabotaged, by the way, every wow. single one of my relationships, including wow. my relationship with Malcolm. And I'm okay with saying that because it's all about bettering myself and It's all about self-awareness. And, yes. At least you know. Yeah. So you go into... Do, do you think now that marriage is doomed from the start? See, yeah. I've got this whole thing about you got marriage. a theory. <laughs> it's not a theory. theory. It's just my... I think marriage is completely overrated. Go on. I don't know how because the podcast about this. The podcast listeners know that I do not agree with marriage. Be- oh, girl! So Preach the platform the is okay. open, <laughs> and like I hate to talk about this so bluntly because I do love my partner so much. Yeah. I love Malcolm to death. He is like yeah. literally. I, I see him as my life partner. Same with Justin. I see him as my family. But like he's a part yes, of me. Family. Family. Almost. As weird as that sounds yes. because I'm having sex with family. <laughs> family. But um, I, I just think that we're not meant to be monogamous 
creatures. Thank you. Can we please discuss this? Oh, God. Thank God. Okay? Thank God. <laughs> because, like, I do love Malcolm, but, like, I, marriage, <clears throat> I'm... You know what? Can I say something? I've been tainted. For future us, uses for future Fiona and future Jess in, like, ten years, who are, like, We're married. Like so married. <laughs> I got twins, baby. <laughs> okay. You know what? Why? Tell me right now. Why do you think okay. that we're we're not meant to be monogamous? Um, because the proof is in the pudding. Okay, the proof like, is in nature. There's over what? What is the percentile? It, mammals have sex with <laughs> other mammals. Mammals. I think it's the. She gave me wine. Okay, I don't drink wine. But by the way, I need to read up. Maybe my my sentences don't sound as professional. What as is they the percentile? Mammals. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think that as seen in history and in nature, we are supposed to be attracted to everything. We're supposed to fuck people, okay? We're not supposed to fuck the same person for life. The divorce rate is more than half. It's what, like 54 something percent? A whole lot, a lot. Okay? And I've been literally traumatized by it um, well into adulthood. It's just it doesn't work. And I'm sure almost, and I'm sure the percentage of people cheating on each other. That, I don't even want to know. I think it's 100%. Yeah. I think it's 100% because they they reconcile or they keep it a secret. They never tell their significant other or their spouse. And it's just something. And even if you're in a committed relationship and have never cheated or, 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 or you've like dismissed those thoughts. You're always thinking about it because we're animals. We're animals. Okay. Mammals. You never really fully appreciate what you have right in front of you because we're animals. We're animals. Okay? And let's say you're you're my significant other and we've been together for, for a very long time. You are still the only person I ever want to be with in yeah. life. You are my life partner. Literally. But I have a sex organ that is literally seeking other sex organs. Yes. And there's nothing that can stop that. It's in oh, our DNA. Thank you so much for being open about this. Are you open about this with Malcolm? Yes, he knows. So what, how do you, how can you tell a couple who, you know, are sort of threatened by the idea that each other could be attractive by, to someone else? I've been, again, blessed and cursed. I'm a raging bisexual. So am I! (laughs) Yeah, girl! So happy to hear that. Um, so, you know, I've only had three, three male male partners in my entire life. Yeah. But um, the pussy, on the other hand, <laughs> has been, you know, I've had many partners in that area. There you go. But, again, I've been very committed to Malcolm. Yeah. But we, it's something that we discuss. Like, I've told him right from the get-go, like, listen, I'm damaged goods. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, cons- wouldn't want to spin that in a negative way. Damaged goods sounds like, oh, you know, I'm not... I'm not good enough for you. Whereas, like, no, you have just been so open that people can see you, the real you, because of you, you've accepted that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really sad when two people are together and they can't admit to themselves and even to each other mm-hmm. that there's other things brewing under the surface that, you know, maybe that person that you just saw you're attracted to, but you can't say anything because you haven't established a connection with your partner. And then you build this crazy over the top anxiety of like, oh my God, I saw this girl's ass on the street. Oh my God, her booty. I can't oh look God, at her. There's something I can't, wrong. I can't, I can't, I can't. And like, oh my God, am I in love with this other person? It's like, okay, chill. No. 
your dick responded to the <laughs> beautiful booty on the sidewalk. <laughs> Acknowledge the booty. Point it out move to on. me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then move along. Just don't. It's totally natural. But it's so we're natural. living in a society where it's still very taboo and... and Malcolm's very, very traditional. You know, he's a very... Tra- Hold on. Wow. Got another one. <clears throat> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. She says she's so sorry, but she approaches the microphone <laughs> for you guys just to let you know. <laughs> I need to give you the whole experience. The whole Jess Abram experience. Um, but how is he traditional and he's, like, so okay with, with like, <laughs> your modern self? <laughs> yeah. Because we compromise. Be- or do you think you balance each other out? We definitely do. And I've had strangers, well, not strangers, like people who know me and know Malcolm even vaguely be like, wow. How do you guys work? And, and get how we work because I'm so to the left and he's so to the right. He, we definitely, it's definitely balanced. I'm, my mom always said that I'm like this leaf blowing in the wind, you know, like I go wherever the wind just fucking blows me. Wow. Which is fine. It's true. It's Pocahontas Okay, I don't dip my toe in the water and you fucking dive. dive. In. You plunge. You <laughs> yeah. bomb in the exactly. water. Exactly. I don't know how good synonyms. my <laughs> I don't know how good my diving technique is, but I definitely cannonball in there. Whereas Malcolm's very like, oh, I'll let dip me put my, my pinky thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So he's very, very traditional. He keeps me grounded. Yeah. Whereas I keep him alive. <laughs> <laughs> Because conservatives, you know. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, but he he really is in a relationship type of sense. Are you going to... Do you cut this at all? Uh, It's mostly all raw. Fucking raw, dog. Fucking raw. And even like the parts where I'm like, oh, can we pause? They all hear that. (laughs) So a little unprofessional, but you know what? This is... I'm redefining what professionalism... You know what people look for these days? People hate overly produced... Like, meticulously Stuff. planned scenes. No. This is why I don't like the fucking field of acting. It's like, can we film this plant over and over again for 50 times? No, 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 no. no let's do this and once. People don't even like that anymore. People love... That's why reality TV is huge. Dude, people are right like, now. how are you getting content out every single day? Um, We turn the camera on and talk, yeah. and then it's on the internet. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. I'm not fucking filtering anything. People want to see... Everything's about the behind the scenes, almost. Now. And we are behind the scenes. Literally. Or in front of the well, camera. I mean, we're but in front of the scene. I would love to talk. Now that we both found out that we're both bisexual. I didn't know you was. Maybe Caroline had told me. Had you ever told her? Um, no, but we had locked. Yeah. What? Nothing? Oh my god! Caroline? Wait. <laughs> no, that was like fun playing. Anyways. That was fun playing? <laughs> I don't know if we were young. Does it count? Okay, I don't wait. know. How old were you? I also Let's have stop to... talking about this if Caroline watches. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, when I get stressed, I pull out my eyelashes. <laughs> She's like plucking her eyelashes <laughs> hard right now. No, but I really want to talk about like relationships with with the same sex because I've never had a relationship with oh the same sex. Oh my god! No, but I've been, I can't stop thinking about it. But I've been like sexually involved with the same sex, and that's why mm-hmm. I identify as bisexual and not mm-hmm. pansexual and not biromantic. Because I, oh I, dear, I'm too old for those. I don't know what those mean. Okay, so basically, <laughs> biromantic is like you're attracted to the same 
uh, sex yeah. in in a romantic sense, but okay. you don't want to have sex with them. And oh, then past, so you like you like the idea. No, no, no. It. So you like the comfort of a relationship with okay. the same partner, okay. but you don't like the sexual experiences. Bisexual means that you like the sex, the sexual experiences with the same yes. partner, but you don't like the romance of it, or oh. or not don't like it, but you just don't know it. And that's I think that's where I'm coming me. from. That's where I'm yeah, coming from. It's like too. I don't really too. know the relationship, so I can't say that I am fully. You know, it's weird. Yeah, that and was, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pansexual means like you're attracted to anything, and I say anything meaning man, female, and non. This object right here this is looking object. mighty. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it means like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it means attracted to objects. I think oh, it means okay. like. If somebody doesn't identify... Yo, there's a pan in your kitchen right now. It's looking mighty fine. <laughs> not, okay. not what I meant, Jess. Focus. Okay. Focus. <laughs> I've had a glass or two of wine also. This is probably the most flamboyant podcast episode we've ever done. And I think it's because of the wine. Unless well, it's just because of us and how... Imagine the both wine glasses <laughs> just fucking broke. So it's interesting. How do you... Have you ever had an experience, like, romantically with another girl? Okay, so see, yes. Like you've dated another woman? Um, <clears throat> there's... I've had a lot of sexual experiences with women. With women. Woman. <laughs> Who is with this woman? woman? Uh, with women. Um, you know, college was a crazy time. But I feel like... Every chick in college is just looking to get laid, whether it's a dick or rubbing their clit against another clit. Okay. Sorry, is that really vulgar? Who's going to be listening to this? <laughs> you know what? What is your audience the, like? You know what? <laughs> it's it, My audience is mostly people my age. So oh, it, if older, if younger, I'm sorry. This is just a unfiltered podcast. So um, The closest I got to having an actual... Um, romantic relationship with yeah. a woman was this uh I'll, i will leave her unnamed just so out of woman respect. we can go back to woman woman <laughs> woman yes um yeah we really really dug each other and it was complex and it was there was feelings everywhere and we yeah. just didn't know what to do with it there was definitely something going on and uh i'm definitely like that bi chick that turns straight chicks to the other side you know okay especially when i was younger and just carefree i just didn't care I was yeah like, oh yeah you're straight let me prove wait to you that you're midnight, not honey. <laughs> wait until midnight okay um yeah and so that was just one of those girls she just didn't see it coming and it kind of just like hit her full throttle full throttle i hate that term <laughs> um it's somewhere in your and head and yeah no and i really like kind of tripped her up like she she didn't she wasn't expecting it and yet it happened and she caught feelings and then i wasn't ready for it and so um, was there a relationship there wasn't, but there was. It, it was very complicated, and that's the the closest I got to a relationship was it being complicated. Because usually it's just intercourse, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and very very straightforward. Like most of the time, I've probably only ever hooked up with straight chicks who are looking to explore. That's interesting. But I've always been into you know the Justin Bieber looking looking dykes Chick. like I've yeah yeah and I'm okay with calling them dykes because a lot of them like to be I don't know if looked dykes... at in that way a lot of them are very proud yeah I don't know if dyke is a socially accepted term. is it not <laughs> no I don't think so I think dyke we can not get into all those terms but I don't know if that is socially accepted I want to be sensitive so okay. we apologize 
Okay. Well, she does on my behalf. <laughs> okay. So we got we got into sexuality. We got into what it means to be a quote unquote queer influencer. Oh, okay. Or influencer. Influencer. We got into success. Um, I want to get into travel because I think this is such a fascinating facet of who you are. Get into what? Travel. Because oh. from what I've seen from you on your social media is you had an opportunity, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, where you went to Costa Rica for... for it a, was Thailand. Thailand. Oh my God. And how did, like, how, did you go alone? No. Yes. In some ways, yes, I did go alone. Um... Okay, so that Thailand trip was super, super, super dope. So um, I've been very, very... Thank you, Jesus. I'm religious in this moment. Can you hear me? <laughs> we can get into that next time. Religion. <laughs> um, yeah, I was very, very fortunate. I had Outpost Magazine, which is a very prestigious travel magazine okay. based out of Toronto, Canada, um, that are... They're very old. So okay. this magazine's been around for a very long time. Like I said, 20 plus Veterans. years. Yes. And so like old news media platforms platforms yeah. do, they like to, you know, get with the times. Get with it. So uh, they wanted <laughs> to go Abrin. video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Am I that old? <laughs> Jess gets with it. Um, so Outpost Magazine wanted to take their uh, their actual print magazine to video. Okay. So they had this uh, nationwide casting call for two female travel hosts. Mm. Uh, I submitted. And by the way, I'm doing this completely independently. I don't have... I mean, I, I am with an agency now. But at the time, solely indie. When you're going on an, uh, an, an adventure, a pursuit... To the artistic field, the entrepreneurial field, you're going to be so alone in this yeah. endeavor. But I mean, like, no one's like no one's doing this for me. I just want to voice something that I've been doing this for myself yourself. Yeah. the entire time. I don't want anyone thinking, like, oh, Jess has got this team of people doing all her stuff for her. Mostly you work by yourself for like six plus years until you can even hire an assistant. I've got really, really good friends, some of which who owe me favors. Favors. That's, that's what it's about, <laughs> and, man. And really, that's it. I yeah. don't have anybody. I've been doing this for myself and for everyone who feels like overwhelmed or like thinks that I'm like... I've got this like team of people working for me. I really, 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 really don't. Um, <laughs> so I just want to make that clear. Yeah. But to get back to the Thailand Travel, thing, yeah. Yeah, so Outpost Magazine hired me from a nationwide uh, casting call. By the way, that was very unprofessional. I know. I'm Did sorry. Hear they, hear, they heard it, and it's over with. <laughs> Thanks for showing my unprofessionalism. <laughs> bringing that to light. Yeah, that was so a really <laughs> dope gig. Okay. okay? And uh, they hired a cinematographer from Vice Canada. Wow. Yeah, so that, like, I had literally tried to get into bed with Vice. Actually, figuratively, not literally. <laughs> Malcolm, I swear to God. <laughs> I think she's brought up sex like eight times, <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm like loving the embrace, the embracing of the sexualness. The I embracing of the sexualness. <laughs> uh, that gig was really scary. Why? Tell me. So, um, I thought I was like, yay, going to Thailand. I mean, I knew I would be backpacking across 
the entire country. I'm so happy to hear you say the word scary because the first mm-hmm. thing that I think of when I think of traveling is scary. Thank you for saying that. It is. That. It was. Explain it elaborate. really was. So I was um, alone in the sense that I wasn't there with anyone um, that I knew. I was there with a very stripped down production crew okay. of um, one cin- cinematographer from Vice, one producer who is representing Outpost Magazine Toronto, and myself and another female host from BC, okay. Canada. Why am I so gassy? <laughs> <laughs> she burped again. Okay, so go on. Onwards. Um, yeah, so they, they have this crazy itiner- itinerary um, planned out for us. Um, my co-host from BC is kind of like into the culinary arts. She's an expert in wine. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love to drink wine, but I, I'm not like a sommelier or anything No, I like called that. her the wine queen. She's definitely a sommelier. I don't even know what that word means. But she's the wine queen, so yeah, you're the wine queen. I drink more than I sniff it, okay? I couldn't tell you what this bouquet smells like. It just smells like white grapes with alcohol to Seaside me. is what we're drinking. Seaside. Good for you. We are. It's a California white. It's probably, uh, I wouldn't say it's a vintage, but it's 2016, so it's from the past. So you get to Thailand. Mm-hmm. You're with this entire crew. Mm-hmm. Your heart's like beating in your stomach. Like I'm you're, freaking you're... out because one, I've got anxiety as we both do, as most people do. I don't have, I forgot to pack my sleeping pills because what people don't know is that I also have chronic insomnia. I've had it ever since I was a child. Happens with most artists, by the way. Like, I have to be heavily medicated to sleep well at night. I used to be on heavy-duty pharmaceutical tranquilizers. Tranquil. (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Plus, like, as a kid, you get used to the pills as you go on, so you have to, like... And apparently, sleeping pills are, like, the most addictive. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have insomnia. I forgot the pills. I'm really fucking nervous. I'm meeting this bitch from BC who's actually quite lovely. Abra, I love you. (laughs) She was my complete opposite. Okay. I saw pictures of her. Yeah. Yeah. uh, She was my complete, very bubbly, very outgoing, very, like, optimistic, like, yay, I only had 30 minutes sleep last night. High five, Jess. We're going to kill it. That sounds like like more than me, which is pretty impressive. I'm just like, yeah, we had five hours sleep. Um, Get the fuck out of my face right now. I'm going to fucking kill you. You're a lot. But she was such a sweetie. And it was like one of those rare things where she didn't get on my nerves. She like, whenever we needed the energy, she brought brought it for both of us. She was such a team player and I loved it. But it was very scary. It wasn't the Thailand that you see in the brochures. Like, oh, look at this beautiful island and the fucking monkeys. And the look at this beautiful hammock. It was not. We weren't staying in a resort. We were literally backpacking across the country. Um, some nights we had to share a one-bedroom hostel. Oh, no. No. That's my nightmare. Two girls. Two guys. No. What um, about beds? No fan. You, you slept, like, together in beds? Yeah. In a single bed? Me and my host. In a single bed? Yeah. No. There, there was times where we... I wouldn't say a single, but we'd share a cot. A, a twin double cot um, in a bamboo type of hut, but I wouldn't really advertise it as like one of those like, like you know when you like book a vacation at an echo lodge and it's got a bamboo bungalow. 
This was not thatch. This was literally <laughs> sticks. I'm, I'm not picturing that. Okay, this was like a fucking straw bed with sticks uh, over it to shield you from the elements at night. When when you were in Thailand and you like landed, knowing that you got this opportunity from Instagram, did it dawn on you how fucking remarkable that is? I was so... Um, eh. I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Literally, I was probably in shock the entire time. That Instagram and a device literally gives you life experience and like real life experience. Like the only reason, and I'm saying this because I really dislike when people say, oh, we're always on our phones. The only reason I'm in real life touching this real life human is because we have stayed connected on Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) So like social media. By the way, I should probably get your number after this. Yes. Yes, 1000%. But so so what I think is incredible is that you've gone traveling from this platform and had these experiences. You're going back, aren't you? Yeah. To another through Instagram, you got this opportunity. Where yeah. are you going? What do you mean? You said you're going to Costa Rica? Or? Oh, now I'm going to Costa Rica, but that that's something that I have booked myself. Okay. But now I'm taking things literally into my own hands. I'm going to Costa Rica on my own dollar, Yeah. but I'm getting footage and content along the way. Like That's amazing. That's how into it I am. What, what <laughs> are you planning for your footage and content? Because I'm also planning a trip. I'm thinking of going to Cayo Coco, whether it be alone. Where's that? I think it's Cuba. So I think it's Cuba. I think it's Cuba. <laughs> so uninformed on geography, and in ten years when I watch this back, I'll be like, "Girl, you good, you good now with your geography knowledge. You were bad Cayo back Coco? then." I don't know, man. Somewhere. <laughs> Bring me a map. So, yeah. Do you think that what kind of footage are you gonna get when you're there? So, um, my whole thing, which by the way, can I plug my web series? Plug it now. <laughs> Jess Abrin on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, just everything is Jess, Jess Abrin. Abrin. J-E-S-S-A-B-R-A-N, not to be confused with mother, I mean N as in name. Okay. <laughs> Jess Abrin. <laughs> N. Uh, yeah, you Plug can, yourself yes, right now. Yes, yes, yes. People can get updated with your perfect self. Riley? Riley? Is that the dog? Ryder. Ryder. <laughs> So Tone what, it down now, what, baby. What's your, uh, what's your stuff? How can people stay updated So I've got you? this new web series I'm working on, which is why I'm going to Costa Rica. Because I could never just simply take a vacation and relax. Relax? What is that? I can't do it. No. Neither um, so I'm going to Costa Rica mid-March to get some more content for my web series called Tramp. Okay, which is about? It's about interview me, me literally tramping around. Oh. Wines, right? Well, uh, now that you speak about wines, my first episode of Tramp you can find exclusively on Facebook. We finished an entire bottle of white wine during this this episode. And it's about the first ever North American wine fair, um, which used to be exclusive to LA and New York. They chose to uh, have their third location in Canada and chose their hub to be Montreal. And so I got in there and um, discovered Montreal's first ever organic natural wine fair. And you can find that on, like I said, my Instagram, Facebook, IGTV. And I've recently uploaded to um, my YouTube. But You should get YouTube, yes. I'm trying to build it up right now. It's really difficult to, you know, gain an audience, but it's also the platform that allows for the longest form content. 
which is so powerful. AKA, I would not be able to post this shit anywhere if it weren't for YouTube. I know. So thank God for YouTube. Well, I mean, like thank Spotify and all, all of the yeah. only audio, but like video and audio, YouTube, I love you so much. Please sponsor me. All right, I love you. Anyways, watch Tramp. Tramp. And yes, you heard it right. Tramp <clears throat> is my web series. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to Costa Rica, and um, the whole concept of the web series is to interview people, especially inspiring young entrepreneurs. Cool. Anything that is weird, taboo, nasty, dirty. Thank you. Just get uncomfortable, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. about that. Yes. It's about like highlighting the shit that makes people cringe, like normal people cringe. Yeah. Like the weird people were like, mm, feed me more of this amazing content. Yeah. Am I right? So anything that's weird and obscene and taboo is what Tramp is about. I love that. Yeah. So um, I started it off in Montreal, but I'll be... The whole concept of the show, obviously, is to be tramping around the globe. Ah, so, um, that's where the name comes from. Tramping around the globe, meaning yeah. what? Meaning what? Well, like, you know... the. The original meaning behind Tramp, Tramp is like is she gets around. Nomadic, someone who doesn't stay in one spot for very long. You know okay. what I mean? I mean, it was only afterwards that Tramp became derogatory. Okay. She's a tramp, meaning she gets, gets around, around, meaning yeah. she is nomadic. She wow, travels. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so my whole concept is, you know, like, tramp stamp, passport stamp, tramp. I like that. <laughs> That's really cool. You know, I put some thought into it. Not much, but... Not yeah. just that, but it shows your fucking nonchalance. Like, I don't give a shit what people I think. I'm going to name my entire web series it's very Tramp. Me. Yes, it's very true to me. Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says about it. So, um, for years, I've been... And, I, and I'm very thankful to them, but I've worked with... Uh, I've had... I've produced and hosted two documentary TV series with Bell Media. I've been associated with Videotron. All these big corporate entities. What is your television show called on Bell Media? Which I think it still lives oh, today. God. So I've got Out and Around. Out and Around. Oh my goodness. Which, by the way, I also produced something on Bell Media called, yes! called Fitness Revived. And thank <laughs> God for thank God for that platform, right? They gave us something. It helped me learn, honestly. It helped me learn, too. And uh, I'm very, very thankful that my last documentary, documentary series with Bell Media was... Um, they called it Little Red Hustle. Yeah, I remember um, that. Um, but Bell Media, 5TV1, is a um, public network, public access yeah, TV yeah, yeah. network that recently has dissolved. And um, Videotron is now kind of trumping that. But They wanted um, to produce in smaller neighborhoods where yeah. only French TV was offered. I actually ended up getting really upset about that. But anyways, moving on to positivity. A lot of people did. Yeah. I want to get into the last two questions that okay. we have for you. Give it to me. Okay. These two questions, I forgot to ask our last guest, David, okay. but whatever. So this, <laughs> this question, can you give me a life hack to oh, help, no. to help somebody okay. in their daily life to make their, their, their day better? Oh and you, and you, your first instinct was to say, oh, no. Why? Because I need the life hack. <laughs> well, why? What, I don't have the life hack to give. I'm sure you do, though. I mean, I know what someone would say to me. Oh, you're worth it. You've got it. You've got it. Just no, 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 no. A life hack. There. A serious, like, way to make your, your day better. 
So, like, oh, it can God. be anything from, like, for me. And I haven't given a life Please, hack yet. you know, give me yours. Yeah, so for the 10th episode, yeah. this is a really special episode. You know what? I'm number 10. Number girl. 10, girl. For the 10th episode, my life hack would be to write in your journal every night. I literally give myself Ooh. three to five minutes. I have a journal beside my bed. Some nights I get home from work, it's 1 a.m. and I'm like, okay, five minutes. What is one, I'm gonna go to bed at 1 a.m. anyway. What is 105? Okay, five minutes to write in your journal. And I write shit like, you know what? Today you were really foggy. I don't know why you were so depressed today. Um, maybe tomorrow will be better. Actually, having looked at the past entries in my journal, maybe it's because you didn't have a lot of sleep the last few nights and you realize that you need a lot of sleep in your life. So, okay, then finally, like your journal is showing you so much about your life and you're like, damn, okay, I know I need eight hours of sleep a night. I know that days where I'm feeling foggy, it's because I'm not connecting with people. Today I'm gonna write in my journal, I'm gonna be like, I felt so fucking alive. I connected with this girl, I connected with this guy. I feel alive. She got alive. me drunk and I did my wads. This girl got me drunk, <laughs> man. No, I'm pretty tipsy. Like, on a scale of one to tipsy, I guess I'm pretty tipsy. <laughs> no, me too, honestly. So, what is your life hack, Jess? So, um... <clears throat> Okay, I've got one, but first I want to say props to you. You for finishing this glass of oh wine. Oh my lord, she beat me. Okay, well hold on one second. Let me take an adult. Catch up, catch up. I just finished my. Gulp. She's gonna take an adult gulp. Give the ladies and gentlemen's your tip of the day. Okay, hold on. Before I do, I must give you props for something that you had posted on your Instagram story, maybe last week. You were like, thank, I don't know what it was. I, I'm a little foggy on it now. Yeah, really. that's fine. But um, something about like stop your stopwatch, like putting everything on like time everything or give yourself time. Time, yeah. That literally inspired me. Okay, so what I had said was time yourself to do uh, even the most mundane things. So let's say that you're going to make that your food. very, I'm just so uh, proud of you. Did you're you so do it? young. Yes. So you timed yourself. implementing it. That's amazing. Because I'm so happy I have to a that. huge problem with procrastination. And I mean, comparing me to someone who actually has procrastination issues is crazy, but I feel like I'm never doing enough. Like I'm never being productive enough. Like I don't. And most of the time when you feel that way, you're being more productive than like half of the population. Yeah, but I mean like, you <laughs> so know, I'm to your standards, to binging your standards. kind of, you know. To your standards. So what did you yeah. time? So I, just to like be clear, I said, you know what? Time yourself. Literally start a stop, uh, start a stopwatch. That's weird. Start a stopwatch and see how long it takes you to do anything. Let's say that you want to make supper. Let's say that you want to, um, I don't know, write in your journal, see how long this shit takes you and see how many hours you're maximizing in your day. What did you time? So, um, <laughs> Steven, um, so shout out Steven. <laughs> I'm working PS uh, shout out to Steven voice. I'm doing so many shout outs. Um, Podcasties will know Stephen Voice. They will have looked him up. Yes, and everything. yes, yes, yes. See this little black thing of hair thing over here. Well, remember this is this is just a podcast. So yeah. for the YouTubers, they have extra, I'm which you, I keep like guys, enforcing because I'm like, guys, go get the whole package. Especially on this episode, do you not want to see my freaking assless underwear? Chaps, which she's gonna show at the end. <laughs> so she's like, oh, pressure's off. <laughs> so no. what did you time, Jess? What okay, did you time? so um, I'm working on my 
chose literally my brother's um, uh, first ever short film, and I am AD on the film, which is a huge deal assistant director. Assistant director for those who don't know. which is a big deal for me. I've never done... Or I didn't know your brother produced... Well, it's Steven. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's like a, the brother I've never had, honestly. Okay, okay. When, when your people, brother. brother. Yeah, brother. Brother from another mother. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's family. Like, to anyone who ever asks, he's... I know. He's more than a best friend. He's uh, family. family to yeah. me. And uh, it, I just... I don't see it any other way. You know what? Can I sidetrack off this? Go. It pisses me off. Yeah. There are some people still to this day who think that Steve and I have something going on. And I, it I, I think bothers me. It shouldn't bother you because you know what? People don't understand that close of a connection. Like if like, it's all like, yeah, you and Steve. Huh? But you should be like, like oh, and you should God. not, you should nudge them back and be like, yeah, we got a tight bond that you and I will never have. Never you don't understand. Have. So it's about like friendship and. It's a family bond that I can, <clears throat> I can never, ever explain. Yeah. It's just something that is. Yeah. That no one will ever know unless they have the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on his first ever short film congratulations by the way on that and today is the day that he released his tap your feet single yeah go get it now so, bitches if you want to see steven voice new stuff yeah i timed myself on working on the call sheet okay for the production of this short film and it came in handy but i feel like implementing that in a lot of my day-to-day um, tasks. Have you been doing that? No, but, but I'm just be. saying that you have definitely inspired me. Like that video that you post, like, oh, I'm timing myself on everything. It's like the best thing I could do. I'm like, oh, I should do that. I should do that. Because I'm so, I, I know I'm not lazy, but I feel that I could be more productive, especially if I held myself accountable. If you want to juice out the amount of energy you have in the day, you know, time yourself. I'm telling you. Like, right now, I'm juicing out this amount of time, and I'm like, okay, we've got three minutes left. And oh, can, my God. And we can go over if we want, but I'm just saying, like, timing yourself yeah. makes you aware of how we're moving in space, space and time. So, timing yourself really is, like, a life hack. But it do you really have, do you have like, me. one of your own that you use that is, like really sacred to you and every day that you wake up you do this thing it might not even be something that you're aware of right now coffee coffee yes i have this rule of mine and i know i might be an alcoholic but my rule is when i wake (laughs) up in the morning and i see the wine in the fridge i say just have coffee first have coffee (laughs) and then in the evening when i get back from work i'm like Drink, drink the water. water. Oh. Drink water. Oh, water, not Have a wine. glass of water before you have one. So my rule is, and you know, no big deal, I'm not. But coffee before wine, and then in the evening, wine. Water, water before wine. Water before wine. Can I go to I will wine? Go, I will go a full 24 hours without having a sip of water. Sum that up <laughs> into 30 seconds for, for the listeners. So like... Coffee and wine are holy grails, and you should live by them. <laughs> you well, know? you know, that's just my <laughs> shtick. You know what I love, though, is a lot of people so far on the podcast have, have like, preached not being addicted, per se, to a certain substance. And I have been open to that notion and have, like, embraced it because I'm like, you know what? I'm addicted to my pre-workout before I go to the gym. Mm-hmm, I'm addicted mm-hmm. to my coffee when I need it at work. Uh, the only thing I don't do is alcohol, but damn, this has been fun to have some wine. I'm so I might just sorry. I really, this. I did not know. She might bad influence I on my life. I did not know that. No, I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. But it's been Yeesh. fun. It's been um, fun. 
Um, to get back to your what is tip that? of the day. Yes, my my whatever my creative whatever. No, a life hack. Yes, life hack. Um, if you are a creative person, and I'm only speaking to the creatives right now because when it comes to math or science or thinking logically, I can't relate. Um, Finally, your life hack. What can you sum it up to be? Okay, I can only speak out to the creatives here. The creatives. The creatives. The cre. The creatives. The artists. What can you say? Because I cannot think logically or analytically, or I'm not a science person. Fiona. I, okay, so tell me, what is your thing? Um, practice your craft every single day. Make time for it if you don't feel like you have time. Just uh, make time for it. Practice that thing that you love every day, and I promise you, you will get better. I promise you that you will get what you deserve. I can't promise that it's going to be what you expected, but it'll be what you deserve. Just work on your craft. Do it every day. Do it every single day. The last question I have is for the person who is about to give up on their dreams. Oh, no. Who is literally about to just be like, no, fuck this. I'm done. I've given this every ounce of energy I have. I am so over this. They're crying every day. They're like, no, I'm done. What do you tell them to keep going on their dreams? Okay, so this is where I'm at. If you feel like, um, first of all, how many things come into play here? Because you got to make a living, right? You got to yeah. pay the rent, whatever, whatever. Do what you have to do to uh, pay your bills, but um, absolutely never give up on your dreams, on your passion. Even if you have to, for the time, make it a, a hobby, make it a hobby. But like I said to the life hack thing, do it every day. But if you can't do it every day, that's okay too. You know, like yeah, it's okay. Because because what if they can't do it one day and they're like, oh, I have to give up because I can't. No, no, do it no, today. no, 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 no. No, it'll be okay. You'll you'll live. Because you know, deep in your head, that's the thing. When people are like, fuck, it's not working out for me. Shit, I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up. Sure, that's fine. But don't. <laughs> Because you know deep in your head you're gonna regret it. Think about yourself on your deathbed, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh fuck, I shoulda, I shoulda, coulda, woulda, fucking, you know, you're gonna have those regrets. Yeah. So my whole thing is don't have regrets. I'm doing everything, but I'm living it to the extreme, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like you, the paycheck doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm gonna die in debt at this point. I mean, Knock on this lion's head that I don't. Knock but, on the lion, the good luck lion. <laughs> but um, I'm living my life to the fullest, and I think everyone should because I think all the mundane tasks uh, come into play as you get older and you're like, fuck, this was a dream of mine, but, you know, I got this to do and I got a kid to feed and I got a wife to please and I got this job to do. Jeez, am I am I M and M right now? No. Um, but you're sounding good, <laughs> and you're like going with the wood and the flood and the should and the could and the the, the wood. We should exactly. not have brought wine into this podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even if you can't do what you love every day, keep it in the back of your mind and just make room for it. Make time for it. Don't give um, up on it. Really, really don't. Do what you have to do to put food on the table and to pay your bills. Um. 
I mean, I'm a prime example of that. You know what I mean? I'm not like living it up right now. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I've got the day job, but yeah. I'm I'm living my dream though every day. Yeah. Every single day I make it a priority of mine. Um because I wouldn't have it any other way, really. There you go. Because what life is worth living if you're not living the life that you want to live? And we'll leave it that deep for now, guys. We're going to say bye to Jess, and we go. Wait, can I just say something? Okay, I've known you for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Like, since you were a child. A little okay? toddler. <laughs> and, um... You were friends with my little sister for, like, mm-hmm. the longest time for a hot minute there. And I just want to say that your mom would be so proud of you. Thank you. Like, so, so proud of you. Because Thank I, I you, don't know Jess. if it's because I have those extra two years or whatever, but I have, like, very vivid memories of your mother and very vivid memories of you and my sister playing and whatever. And um, you're so vivid and full of energy in life, and I'm positive that she feels it Mm, every day thank you so much seriously thank you that means so much (laughs) you're welcome for those who don't know i lost my mom to breast (sighs) cancer when she was when i was 13 years old she was 30 she was a very very god like so young so young like you're gonna be 30 in three years that's how really wild to me so yeah Hi. Anyway, I love you, and she loves you, and I'm so infinitely proud of you. I'm infinitely proud of you. We inspire each other on the daily, and that's what I love about about this, about spreading energy, spreading light. We don't realize how much we are affecting each other until we see each other in real life, and we're like, damn, you've had such an impact on my life. Yes. We're and living. We're living. <laughs> we're really, truly living. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Jess. Love ya. We peace it here. Peace. Peace. Woo woo. What kind of woo woo?